You're listening to the Black Sheep Talks podcast. My name is Karina Greco, and I am your host. I am an online coach, writer, storyteller, speaker, and podcast host. My mission is to help others manifest a life of travel, adventure, and financial freedom. I created this podcast as a platform that allows for raw and authentic conversations to be the norm. I will be diving into all sorts of topics, including manifestation, mindset, self-love, healing, personal growth, spirituality, relationships, travel, the super yacht industry, entrepreneurship, and so much more. I am passionate about sharing the life lessons that I've learned and how certain experiences have helped me grow and evolve in this lifetime. My aim is to inspire you to dive deep into your own personal growth and manifest a life you love too. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. What's up? What's up, guys? Welcome back to my podcast, The Black Sheep Talks. My name is Karina and I am your host. I am so excited to dive into another podcast episode today within the yachting series. And before we dive in, I just want to say that there will be some changes. I will not be releasing a yachting episode every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday anymore. I have decided to take a step back and to just release one episode a week, just so that I keep things a little bit fresh and I don't overwhelm you guys with all of these episodes and give you some time to listen. Um, Before, I kind of had it in me that I had to get all this content out. I had to get all the information out and share all of my stories because I have so many things I want to talk about. As you guys know, this podcast isn't just yachting. I do talk about my other season, which is plant medicine on Thursday and Friday. And with that, I'm also just going to go down to one episode a week every Friday. And I'm actually adding in a new season, which is going to be on Wednesdays. And it's going to go with my new program, which is going to be all about entrepreneurship for the early CEO. So that's going to be on Wednesday where I'm going to share different tips and pieces of advice for the early CEO and as well as bring on guest speakers who are also CEOs and it's going to be so fire. So anyway, this is just to give you guys a little bit of a heads up of some changes. We're still going to have episodes Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Each of them are going to be a different topic, a different area. So we're going to have yachting, we're going to have entrepreneurship, and we're going to have plant medicine. And the plant medicine season is going on indefinitely for now. Um, I'm probably going to keep adding as I go because I do have in mind to do some more plant medicine ceremonies while I'm here in Tulum. So just stay tuned, guys. We're flowing it out, right? I'm all about flow and pivot and change and speaking my truth and just going with what feels right and what resonates. So with today's episode, I'm so excited because this is where we're going to start diving into the juicy stuff. And what I mean by juicy is like for everyone that's interested in my experience in yachting, here we go. Buckle your seatbelts because I'm going to get into the stories, the topics that nobody wants to talk about, right? Like I gave you guys all of the beginning episodes before for all of the tips and advice for greenies. So those are all there for you to go back to listen to. But today's episode, we're going to talk about that time I got kicked out of a crew house and how the cops got involved. Oh my God, I almost wasn't going to talk about this episode. I actually didn't even have it written in. Um, And I just went through my list of content and was like, wait, wait, wait. Before we jump into the time I got bullied, 
which is going to be the next episodes, I was like, I need to talk about this first because this was like such a crazy fucking experience as a green yacht crew starting out. And this is my warning to like everyone about crew houses. Um, you know, there are certain ones you should and shouldn't stay in. And this one in particular, I am going to name and shame. And I know that on the Facebook groups, people say, don't name and shame boats. Don't name and shame people. Well, fuck that. Let's um, come out with the truths to save everybody some heartache. Do not stay in Neptune crew house in Fort Lauderdale. Like, please just don't do that because I had the most terrible experience there and I'm going to dive into that very soon. So before I dive in there, I just want to say that you guys are in for some crazy stories. And I know that a lot of yachties don't talk about this because there are a few reasons. One, they're still in the industry and they don't want to speak up about topics that are polarizing, right? What are polarizing topics? Well, anything that could be, you know, interpreted by some interpreted by someone else as like, "Ooh, you shouldn't say that." Like, you're not going to get a job on a yacht now. Like, that's not something you should talk about. Well, I don't work on a yacht anymore, so quite frankly, I don't really give a shit because no one is going to hire me, right? I'm not looking for a job. But to be honest, even if I was, and I think I mentioned this before in the past, like even if I was still in the industry, I would still speak my fucking truth because this is the other side of the polarizing topic I want to bring to light is be yourself, be your authentic self, speak your truth, speak up about shit that isn't right in the industry and the things we're going to dive into like bullying and all of this like sexism and sexual assault, whatever the, you know, the shit that happens behind the scenes that people don't want to talk about. Well, guess what? We're going to talk about it on this podcast and we're going to start with this horrible experience that I had. And the reason I want to talk about this is because for anyone that is new to the industry, for anyone that is green, that is looking to break in, like, please, please listen to my advice and stay in crew houses that are actually good, right? That aren't run by people who are manipulative, who are, you know, just downright not the nicest human beings in my opinion. And I've always been the person that likes to believe and see the good in others. But after this experience, I'm sorry, but I just, this was probably one of the worst human beings I have ever met. And I'm not going to say his name on this podcast, but I will tell you he is the owner of Neptune Crew House. And you know, if you want to do your research and find out who that is, then by all means do a Google search. But a lot of different yachties will say to avoid this crew house. And I have seen a thread in the past on the Facebook group saying to avoid this crew house. And I'm going to tell you the story right fucking now. So get ready for this because it's a good one. I'd grab a glass of wine, a cup of coffee, whatever time of day it is. Here we go. All right. So what had happened was I was um, transitioning between crew houses because I actually was doing different day work. And I mentioned this in my previous episodes of how I was like, you know, doing day work here, going to a boat in San Diego, getting on one boat and then kind of like realizing it wasn't what it was meant made out to be. So anyway, after I left that boat that didn't offer me the food and like the proper salary that I wanted, I was just like, you know what, I got to get back in a crew house and there was nothing else available but this place. And I remember 
messaging one of my friends and he said to me, like, do not stay in the screw house. And I was like, I'm sure it's going to be fine. Like, whatever. It's just going to be a week. Like, what can happen in a week, right? Nothing can go wrong. I'm just sleeping there. I'm minding my own business. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Little did I know that me minding my own business would lead to a whole fucking dramatic ordeal. So what had happened was like the week before or that week I had ended up taking a day to rent a car and to go up north to go kite surfing. Um, and there was like this demo event going on um, of like, you know, what kite surfing is. If you guys don't know, it's a water sport. And what a demo event is, is like the brand of the kites usually puts on a demo day where you can go and like try their gear and go kiting. And obviously, if you're an experienced rider, you can do it for free. So that's what I did. And I had ended up meeting a good friend of mine. His name is Sean. Um, he's like a one a pro kiteboarder, um, instructor, ambassador for kites around Florida. So anyway, him and I ended up connecting and he ended up coming down a few days later to see me in Fort Lauderdale. Um, and he had planned to stay and then we were going to go do like a kite session the next day. So he'd come down. We had ended up like meeting at the crew house, had like a couple of drinks there. And of course, like, you know, crew houses are all about like, um, you know, people get drunk, they party, they go out, especially when you're green. There's a lot of like young people around and he ended up parking his van, like on the side, I guess, like near the driveway of the crew house. And Anyway, like we ended up having a couple glasses of wine, chatting, and um, yeah, we both kind of got a little bit tipsy and drunk. And I was like, oh, okay, like what are you gonna do? He was just gonna like sleep in his van or something. I was like, why don't you just like crash on the couch or whatever and just like, you know, chill here? And okay, we aren't supposed to have guests stay in crew houses. So yes, I did break the rules. Whoopsies. But like it doesn't mean, you know, I need to go to jail for it. Um, and first of all, if you guys don't know me, I'm the black fucking sheep. I don't like to follow rules. And I think this is why in yachting, I didn't really agree with a lot of the things in the industry. I didn't agree with people trying to tell me what to do. I was never in agreement to that. Like even in school, when teachers, when my parents, when anybody tried to be like, you have to do this. I would be like, well, I don't want to fucking do it, right? I don't like rules. I'm a rule breaker. And people don't like that, right? They want to keep you in their box. They want to keep you small and they want to tell you what to do. Well, guess what? I don't belong in that fucking box. I don't want to stay in that box. Get me out of that box. So I think subconsciously and like I've always just been someone that's like, ooh, like I know that this is wrong and that I shouldn't let you stay here because I can probably get in trouble. But just stay here. It's all good, you know? And of course that was my mistake. But again, no regrets. I don't have any regrets in life because everything that happens in life happens for a reason, right? I don't like to even call things a negative experience. So I'm not even going to call this a negative experience because every experience in life is there to teach you something, right? So what had happened next? Anyway, the next morning we woke up, I'm making breakfast for both of us. And I was like, okay, like, you know, we were going to go on this like road trip to go kiting. Um, and of course, like, you're probably like, what are you doing? Like, are you even working in Fort Lauderdale? Well, to be honest, when you're like day working and stuff, some days you have day work, some days you don't. So of course, like every day I'm like kind of hustling, looking for work. And it just so happened those two days, like I didn't find any day work and it was the perfect time to like hang out with my friend and go kite surfing. Cause like, why the fuck not? I'm in Florida. I might as well enjoy it while I can as well. So what had happened was like the owner comes knocking on my door that morning as I'm making breakfast. 
and he's like banging on the door and I open it and he's like, whose car is that or truck? And I was like, oh, it's my friend's. He's just like here to pick me up and we're going to the beach. And then he's just like, well, tell him he needs to move it right now. And like, you need to get off this property. He can't fucking be here. He just started like yelling in my face. And I was just like, okay, you know, trying to be really respectful and nice because you always want to kill people with kindness. Like even when they're mean to you and terrible, it's like, just be nice to them. Like that's just the best. That's the one thing I learned is like, if you're going to react to people and sink to their level, it's only going to make it worse. Um, so I obviously tried to be kind. I was like, oh, okay. I apologize. Like he's just come to pick me up. We'll move it immediately. And you know, that was that I was super nice. He was like, okay. So he is going to go move his car. And my friend Sean was a little bit stubborn. Like, you know, he was just like, what is this guy? Like, what is his deal? Why is he being such a dick? And I was just like, just ignore him. He's clearly a fucking asshole power tripping. It is what it is. Like, just go move your van like before he comes back and barks at me. So of course, Sean is like taking his time. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, okay, I'm going to go move it. He doesn't move it right away. And then of course, within like two minutes, the owner comes back and knocks on the door and like bangs on the door. And it's just like, you need to move this fucking van. And you know, Sean kind of goes, um, I don't like, you know, dude, fucking chill. Like I'm going to move it. So obviously they started arguing and I was like, oh my God, here we go. Here comes the drama. Like this is not how I want my like Monday morning, whatever the fucking day it was to start. Like I just, I'm not, I'm not about this. So what had happened was they started yelling at each other. Eventually he goes to move his car. And the next thing I know, he comes back, the owner starts yelling at me and he pretty much starts accusing me of different things like, oh, this guy stayed over and you're a fucking slut and you're just like sleeping with him and you know, you're bringing unsolicited guests over. Like how long has he even be, been staying here? Um, all of the shit. He was just like calling me all of these names, accusing me of all of these things. And I was like, okay, yeah, fair enough. He did stay the night, but like, I'm not like fucking like, you know, hiding this guy in my dorm. That's not what I'm doing. He literally came down to hang out for the day, whatever. And at the same time, I'm like, I'm a fucking like 26 year old. Like I can, you know, I shouldn't have to answer to this man about my life. Like I'm not living with my parents. And, you know, if you go stay at any other hostel, um, yeah, like there are rules of like people that can stay there and whatever, but like, honestly, as a traveler, like these are things that happen. And it's just like felt like I was being so restricted and again, told what to do that I was like, fuck this shit. Like, who is this man trying to like tell me what I have to do and trying to control me and also calling me fucking names, like calling me a slut and and accusing me of all these things. And he was literally in my face. Like I kid you not, he was so close to my face. He was spitting at me and yelling at me. I was scared. I thought he was going to like grab my fucking neck and literally physically assault me. Like that's how close this man got to me. And he was like, if you don't fucking leave this property, I'm going to fucking call the cops on you right now. Cause your friend isn't moving his car when I asked him to, I'm like still at this point trying to be nice to this man and trying to stay calm and be like, sir, I apologize for my friend who was obviously not making the situation better by trying to like challenge him and not move his car right away. I was like, he's moving his car. There's no issue here. We are literally going to the beach. 
please do not yell in my face. Um, I have paid you rent for the week. I'm here for another couple days. Um, You know, please, there does not need to be any of this involved. You do not need to kick me out. You do not need to call the cops. This is a misunderstanding. My friend is literally here. I apologize for him not moving his car, for his car being in the way. But please, can we just move on with our day? Like literally, I spoke to him calmly like that as much as I could. Meanwhile, I was literally cringing the fact that he was in my face yelling and spitting, calling me fucking names. And all of this, like I was trying to keep my cool. And obviously my friend Sean was like, how are you letting this man talk to you like this? Like he was getting all alpha. He was just like, no, this is fuck. Like you're not staying in this crew house. You're not paying this guy to stay in this property when he's fucking treating you like this. Like literally he was treating me like indecently. Like there was no human decency there. And, you know, of course they started bickering. And even though I was trying to handle things nicely, um, it just fucking backfired on me. Next thing I knew, because they were yelling at each other, he ended up calling the cops and the cops had showed up and he was like pretty much like knocked on my door and was like, you need to fucking pack your bags and leave. You're getting kicked out of this crew house. And I was literally, okay, full disclosure, I like pretty sure I got on my period that morning. So my mood was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like tears just started flowing down like a waterfall. I was like, why is this happening? I don't want to deal with this drama. Like I don't feel like packing right now. This is the last thing I wanted to happen. I literally like don't have a job right now. All of these like frustrations and stresses were just like coming to the surface. And I was just literally like, what is going on? And this man, and I literally still was trying to be kind to him. And he saw that I was getting so emotional emotional and so upset and that I clearly felt like really bad that this had happened and that there was this whole misunderstanding and I was like please sir like I do not want to be thrown out on the street for like literally doing nothing wrong like he's like yeah you did do everything wrong you're a fucking slut like girls like you are literally not gonna last on this industry you're gonna be one of those girls that's like walking down the passerelle drunk and like bringing guys back on the boat and I was like who the fuck are you to judge me and label me as this girl? Like he was like, yeah, you're just one of those pretty girls that thinks that like, you know, you can do whatever the fuck you want. And he literally just started putting me in this box and in this label. And I could tell he was just like so bitter and so miserable with his life. I was like, fuck this. Like I tried to be nice. I tried to handle this with peace. I even fucking cried in front of you and showed you that, you know, I'm clearly not trying to cause any problems, but here you are yelling, spitting in my face, calling me names, kicking me out onto the street. Um, and it was just like a horrible feeling. So then I fucking flipped. I went, fuck you. You are a piece of shit. I said, I tried to be kind to you. I tried to be nice. I tried to handle this peacefully, but clearly you're going to spit in my face. You're going to call me names. You're going to accuse me of shit. I said, I don't want to fucking stay in a place like this. Like this is bullshit. This is indecent human behavior. And like, I was appalled. I was in shock that this happened. And he literally kept standing there spitting in my face. And my friend Sean had to like come in between us. Like I thought, they're for sure going to get into like a fucking fist fight or something like, you know, testosterone's going, everything's happening. And 
yeah, I don't even know like what other people in the crew house were doing. I don't think anyone was really around or like they must have still been sleeping because it was like nine in the morning when all of this was happening. Like I'm not even kidding you. We were literally ready to like eat breakfast and go to the beach. And I literally got packed my bag. He obviously called the cops. The cops arrived there. They came to me. They started, you know, they knocked on the door. They said, you know, he says you have to leave the property. They were being really calm about it. They're like, you have to pack your bag and leave. And then like they just saw that I was in tears. I was literally packing and crying because I don't do good with confrontation. I don't do well with with people yelling at me. Um, You know, I grew up with being yelled at as a kid by like my parents, by other adults. And I think it just emotionally scarred me. Like when people yell at me, I just like close up in a shell and I just freeze. I don't know what to do. It's like this like response of, you know, they say fight, flight or freeze. Like I literally fucking freeze. And I was just freaking the fuck out. I was like, you know, the cops saw that I was just like not in a good place. I was literally feeling so you know, emotional. And so like, what am I going to do? Like, this isn't me. Like, I don't, I don't get cops called on me. Like, yes, I'm a rule breaker. I know I said it like 10 minutes ago. I like to break the rules, but like not in the way that the police is involved and I have to be fucking kicked out of a crew house. Um, you know, it's not like I was doing anything illegal. Um, so anyway, it was just such an awful experience. And the cops, like, even though they questioned me, they were honestly so kind. It was like a woman and a man that came up to me on the door and they saw that I was in tears. And I literally said to them, I did nothing wrong. My friend has come over here. He parked in the driveway. The owner asked him to move. He didn't move right away. He freaked out. And all of a sudden he told me I had to, I had to leave. I had to pack my stuff and leave. And then, you know, he's calling me names. He's calling me a slut. He's pretty much a centimeter from my face spitting in my face I was scared I thought that he was gonna like grab me and you know I don't know what this man is capable of he clearly has anger issues he clearly you know is miserable and and whatever I don't know what he's capable of and the woman cop was literally literally said to me like I kid you not word for word she was like we've had these same situations happen in the past where he calls the cops on other people And it's a power trip thing that he does. I'm really sorry that this is happening to you. He clearly targets, you know, young, pretty girls. He doesn't like them. He doesn't like it when, you know, people potentially are threatening him or taking advantage or disrespecting him or whatever it is. You know, he is an angry man and he has issues. And we're sorry that this is happening to you. But I think it's best that you just leave so you're not in this, you know, unsafe environment. And I was like, wow, this woman literally understands me. She agrees with me. But even as a fucking cop, she can't do anything because, you know, she has to, when they're speaking to him, she has to pretend that like, oh yeah, what he's saying is legit. Like he has grounds to kick me out. So it was so fucked up. Like it just shows you how corrupt the whole system is, right? Cops, law, whatever. It's all fucking corrupt. It's bullshit, especially in America, especially in Florida. Fuck, this is like one of the reasons I hate the States in a way and like Florida, especially because it's just, it's just like a fucking wild place in a sense. Right. And I was like, this just would not happen, especially in Canada. Cause like I'm Canadian. I'm just like, our police are like, they don't do shit like this. Or like, I don't know, maybe they do, but I don't know. This was like my first time really experiencing something like this with cops. So anyway, 
after that all happened and like, you know, I can see that, okay, the police is clearly on my side, but they're still not going to help me. Um, you know, I'm still getting kicked out. I'm still getting thrown on the street. Um, and then I was trying to speak to her as I was like, you know, packing my things. I'm like, this is bullshit. Like he is doing this to other people. And like, this is fucking verbal abuse, what he's doing to me. And like, you know, he was close to maybe physically abusing me. I don't know. Like, luckily I have my male friend here. And I said, I agree. He's not making things better because they're both fighting and challenging one another, but it's still fucked up that I'm experiencing this, that I'm being treated this way. Um, And, you know, and the funny thing was, was like, before the cops showed up, he got into my face and he was so aggressive and so rude and was calling me all of these names and saw the tears flowing from my face and like, you know, how I was feeling so abused and unsafe and trying to tell him like, this is indecent. And he was just like, you know, calling me names, yelling in my face, spitting in my face. And then you can imagine my friends just fucking calling him like all of these names back, not making the situation any better. But you know, it is what it is. Um, But then as soon as the cops arrived, he was all like, good man. He was just like calm. He wasn't showing his crazy side. He wasn't yelling. He was like, yeah, this woman broke the rules. She had this guy park in the driveway. He stayed over. He just, you know, accused me of everything, said that I was like disrespectful and blah, 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 blah. And of course, what are the cops going to do? They don't see him yelling at me. They don't, they didn't see the, how it started. They didn't, you know, witness anything. So yeah, they're going to be like, okay, this man wants to kick somebody out. He's being calm about it. And they kindly go to me and politely say, let's avoid any more conflict. You just need to leave. And I was like, okay, I guess that's what I'm going to do. And yeah, it fucking sucked. It sucked to have that happen, to be verbally abused like that by a strange old man, um, to be kicked out, to have to pack everything in five minutes, to literally not know where I'm going next. And the kicker, get this, after I got kicked out and, you know, I had my bag and I jumped in my friend's van, he was like, let's just go. Like, I literally just like cried in his arms. And I literally like had known this guy for like a week. And now me and him are like good friends, you know, but I just cried in his arms. I'm like, I'm sorry. I literally just got on my period. This is like the worst fucking way to start the day. Like I was so excited to kite surf with you and hang out. And like now all this bullshit happened. He's like, don't worry. It's fine. We're going to go have a great fucking day. It's all good. Like we'll get you a hotel or something. We'll get you in another crew house. Don't worry. You know, it's fine. Like, you know, I'm so happy that I had him there and we had like such a great adventure. But the funny thing was like after that, obviously, like the first thing I'm doing is I'm calling every other crew house to see if I can get into another place. And I find out that every crew house that I call or message on WhatsApp, they all message back to me saying, Harina, actually, you have been blacklisted by the owner. He he said that we should not accept you because you are, you know, labeled me as all of these things. This terrible person blacklisted me and, you know, tried to ruin my reputation. And the other thing was like, he has this website where he literally puts people up and tries to blacklist them. And I actually found it fucking funny in the moment. I'm like, oh my God, I'm like a convict. Like he's literally putting me up on this like interweb jail and telling everybody not to let me in. And luckily then like I knew a couple of the other crew houses. And at the time, the reason I didn't stay in them was because they were booked up. 
and now they were available. And like, I knew like Lauren of Cotton Cruise and Andrea of Anchored Crew House, and they were both really good people and really nice crew houses. And after I explained the situation to them and told them what happened and said, look, like, you know, you guys know I'm good for paying rent, for being respectful. Um, you know, I'm not trying to break any rules. I'm not trying to start drama. This was all a huge misunderstanding. Um, and I was verbally abused and attacked at the end of the day. And, you know, they understood, they believed me. Luckily, finally, I got let into the crew house. But I felt like I was literally on probation. Like, I felt like I was literally wearing this, like, you know, if you go to jail or juvie or whatever, and they give you that little anklet to wear, like, I was being watched. They were just like, oh, like, let's just see just in case you do something wrong. Like, I don't know, maybe that guy might be right about you. Maybe you are like a rule breaker. And it's like, yeah, we're all fucking rule breakers in a way. But like, I didn't, fucking you know do anything illegal here so anyway oh my god I didn't think I would go on with this story for this long but I just wanted to give you guys an idea of the dark side of the yawning industry and specifically this crew house that I stayed in I please I urge you please do not ever stay in it do not support these people they are not nice people even when I went to the reception after and the woman that was working for them saw me with tears in my eyes being like clearly I'm a good person right I have a big heart I care about other people I'm not here to do bad things and hurt others but when others hurt me like it fucking hurts, right? To to see that others are so capable of being so evil, so cruel, and to just like treat you like crap, it fucking hurts, right? And for me, it hurts so much. Um, So, you know, even when she saw this, she had no sympathy for me. And it just made me like, just feel so much more like, ugh, like, please, no one go stay in this place. Like, do not support this business. And, you know, there's just, cruel people out there, unfortunately. Um, And as much as I want to believe in the good of all humanity, that is just not the case. So this is my warning to you guys. There is a bit of a dark side in yachting and just be aware of who you stay with. But I am going to give a shout out to Cotton Cruise, to Anchored Crew House, those places you should definitely stay in. So today was a bit of a long episode because I really dove into the story, which was just like, the most horrible experience ever. Um, and yeah, I guess one of the moments where, you know, I was almost blacklisted and uh, almost, um, you know, taken to jail. Yeah, like I wouldn't have been arrested for that. There was no grounds of anything that I did. But anyway, you know, it is what it is. So that's my raw and honest story with you guys. And next week, I'm going to dive into how I got bullied on my first boat. So get prepared for that. It's going to be yeah, an interesting one. And this week I am hosting a free masterclass all on how to break into the yachting industry with no experience. So that's going to be this Wednesday. Stay tuned for that. Um, You guys can visit my Instagram. You can register via the link in my bio. And there's also going to be a link in the show notes in this episode. I'm going to talk all about, you know, your first steps, what you can do to break into the industry. And I'm going to talk about the power of manifestation and how you have the power to manifest a good first boat, a good first experience, anything you really want in this life. And, you know, I'm living proof of that. I have learned how to manifest good things after even these 
you know, negative experiences that I had. And, you know, they're not bad experiences. They're just experiences that made me more strong, made me more resilient, taught me lessons. And sometimes we have to go through this, right? In order to grow. So yeah, I hope that the story was entertaining for you. Um, It was definitely horrifying when I first experienced it. Now looking back, I'm like, you know what? I'm grateful for this negative experience because now I can share it with you guys. And yeah, I can help you guys take the steps necessary to have an overall smooth sailing experience in yachting. And yeah, I can't wait to see you guys inside the masterclass and I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you a part of this journey with me. If you resonated with this episode, then please share this on your Instagram story and tag me at the Black Sheep Travels so that I can say a massive thank you and show you my appreciation. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. Please share this with your friends or anyone you know that would enjoy this podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about me or how we can work together, then please visit my website, www.theblacksheeptravels.com. You can also subscribe to my email list so that you can stay in the loop for podcast drops, blogs, freebies, info about my coaching packages, my ebook, and upcoming courses and books. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you here.